Welcome back to the Meaningful Success Podcast. My name is Josiah Clark, and this is the big man himself. <laughs> um, Wade. <laughs> I don't know what to do with that. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know why. It seems to catch you off guard every single time. And, well, I've, and I've, that's week. something I've started been doing every every episode, and you always seem taken aback by it. Well, that's true. So, son, how was your week? My week has been kind of a mixed bag. It's been pretty good overall, but just um, uh, writing is still ongoing and still um, pressing on with that. Uh, I've been hanging out with some friends, which has been nice, and... Yeah. I mean, what about you? Overall, it's been a good week. Um, I've, uh, although today is Monday, so it's kind of <laughs> Well, sure. But it's like, it's like over the last week, really. Yeah. Over the last week. It's, it, yeah. Um, I got a little bit of rest over the weekend, which was helpful. Uh, kind of set aside time not to do things uh, for change. And yeah. so that actually uh, helped recharge the batteries a bit and kind of forced inside a little bit because the weather was kind of rainy and stuff and, and cold and, so I wasn't able to get really go out there and run, but that kind of forced me to, to rest. So that was yeah. not a bad thing necessarily. Yeah. So Josiah, what do we want to talk about this week? Well, you know, this podcast is about our own success journeys. Right. And it's about, as well as just talking about the topic of success and all that in general. And part of that journey is dealing with the slumps and the discouragements and the losses of motivation or just being tired. Right. Those sorts of things. And is that something you're dealing with right now? It is. It's something I'm dealing with right now. We were talking previously. It sounded like you're dealing with some similar stuff. Yeah, I've got a few things that I'm. it's been kind of occupying my thoughts and energies. Yeah. So not not just to wallow. But oh, come on, let's wallow. <laughs> yeah, I mean, j- just sharing, okay, here's wh- here's the true place of here's where we are in our journey right this second. We're both dealing with a little bit of discouragement, right? So for you, what is some of that discouragement coming from? I don't even know if right now I would classify where I am as discouragement as tired. Yeah. I am a little discouraged on some, there's always metrics that we want to look at on, on different things that you're doing and, you know, whether it be the, the kind of the relaunch of one of my books or other things like that, you look and you say, Hey, you know, you know, are people seeing it? Are people looking, engaging, those types of things. And so there is a a degree of, gee, I kind of wish it was at a different place than it is uh, discouragement. But, you know, partly I think what I'm dealing with is a cumulative effort of, you know, quite frankly, a few years of gas pedal to the floor uh, on a lot of things. Yeah. At a certain point, it just like, you know, you can't, you have to ease up on the gas some. And I look ahead at some of the things that I know I need to accomplish, even in the short term. And it can be a little bit exhausting even looking at that, um, just the things that that need to be done. So I think I'm I'm kind of a little bit in a sluggish slump because I've been going so fast, so long. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's real and that's something I can definitely relate to as well. When when you're talking about the metrics, like can you kind of talk about that a little more like So, you know, so we built this initial course and we launched it 
and we actually got some help from an advertisement agency because I don't know anything about advertising on LinkedIn or those types of things. Yeah, We've had some success from the standpoint of we had a lot of a decent click-through rate, meaning people who saw the ad actually clicked through and said, hey, let me take a look at this. Yeah. But um, out of, I don't know, 100, 200 uh, people looking at it, not a single purchase. Yeah. And that can be discouraging, you know, because you you see all these, you know, every time you turn on YouTube or something else, like, oh, gee, I learned how to blow my nose in a Kleenex and I did a course and I, <laughs> I, I wrote this course in three hours and then, yeah. and I made $14,000 on how to blow your nose with a Kleenex. You know, I, I'm exaggerating, but really not so much. Yeah. And, and so, and, and, you know, this was a, this was a lot of time and a lot of effort. And so it is discouraging to not have any return at that point. And granted, I recognize this is completely I'm literally at ground zero in terms of learning this. I mean, yeah. I may I may have a lot of knowledge of sales in the professional services space. That's direct sales, that's service sales, that's B2B environment. Product sales to consumers is an entirely different animal. Yeah. And so it's a little bit discouraging, it's a little bit overwhelming uh, not to have any of the results that I was hoping for at that time because some of those results obviously help pay the bills for yeah. other things that you want to invest in. And so that's that's a little bit discouraging. Yeah. Um, so I'm happy that the ads attracted the attention to get people to click through to look at it. Mm -hmm. But I don't know whether the, you know, what what I need to do differently on that end. So that can be discouraging. I think part of the discouragement of that is, you know, this is something that we work together on that we put probably hundreds of hours of work into. Sure. So for it to not have gotten any sales, it can feel like, what was the point of all that effort a little bit? It can. But at the same time, I also know that this is like, this course is a piece of a puzzle. Yeah. And so really, if someone wants to understand how to sell professionally uh, in a B2B environment, they need to, there's several skills they have to get. And so really, if they were going to say, hey, I need to understand all this, they're going to want all five pieces of the puzzle. And right now I've got one piece. Yeah. So I think I think that there is an element where I've kind of taken a step back and I've actually pulled that course off sale yeah. for right now because I determined that I think that the better course of action is waiting to develop the other four pieces of the puzzle. Yeah. And, and then have it be one full package. One full package that says, yeah. okay, if this is your need, here is the what you need to know in each area that you need to develop those skills. And I think that's actually a much more holistic approach that's going to help meet people's needs yeah. where they are. I think that's a good example of taking disappointment and fueling it in a constructive way, you know, because it's easy to get have the feeling of like, oh, what's the point of you in trying because this isn't working and that's not working. It, it is know? easy. It is easy to do that, but you have to be more objective. Right. And, and that's hard. That's very hard to do when, yes. when, when essentially you're selling yourself in a way. You're selling something that you believe in, um, that you've put a lot of effort into, and that's the same thing with stuff I'm dealing with with my writing. Is I really believe in what I'm writing, and I feel like I'm doing it's incredible. I feel like I'm doing a really good job and everything, but I'm just really not seeing anybody read it. And it's not a matter of like uh, people are reading it and they don't like it. It's like it's just not getting clicks in the first place for people to even check it out. Well, and that's just an example because in each of these areas, 
even the solution that will fit for this the courses that I wrote yeah. is not the same solution that's going to work for your books because it's a totally different environment. It's people looking for something to entertain themselves, something to engage them, to read, those types of things. It's just a different spot and it's some different techniques. Now, I'm not saying that there aren't things that you can use in common, but but it is, it's a discovery. It's not like finding one formula answers the other. Yeah, no, of course. But I, I guess what I'm getting at is you know, these are both the you're selling your expertise in a way, right? With the course, and that's something that you've built up over a long time. That's that's really personal to you, mm-hmm. right? So that's a similar thing with the writing, where there's this very personal element to it. And I think the temptation that can come up with that discouragement is to internalize. I mean, for lack of a better word, the failure of the product that you're trying to put out to make waves yet to, you know, get people reading or get people buying yet, it can be really easy to internalize that as reflecting on your own, your own value in a way. It can, it can, but then, but then you realize if you take a step back and you think about it, you say, okay. Have people and let's let's take my course for an example. Yeah. Have people rejected the course? Well, not really, because they haven't taken it. So so the people until people actually get engaged and take the course and give feedback. Hey, this really helped me in these these ways. These are some things that could really help me be better better at that. Yeah. That's the next stage because even when we get sales. We're going to get some positive feedback, and we're going to get some negative feedback, and that, that's something we we need to learn from. But it's not it's not a judgment of the quality of the course. It's literally people haven't taken it yet, so we yeah. haven't even got that feedback. And with the case of your book, it's a discovery process. It's people finding you. Yeah, and it's and and actually maybe that's reverse. How do you find them so that you can place yourself? where they will discover you. Yeah, and and there's there's a piece of it too where these things unveil our inadequacies. Mm-hmm. Not and I don't mean that in an insecure way. I just mean we everyone has inadequacies. Everyone has areas that they're weak. And for me, marketing is not my thing. Mm-hmm. I am not an advertiser like at all. And so, you know, trying to, it feels like, cause we were approaching both of these, we were approaching the, the course together, mm-hmm. you know? And so looking at this from that perspective of, I'm not an advertising person. I don't know how to do that. I don't know how to do that effectively. You know, and I can say that without shame. Cause it's just, it's a skill I just don't have. Right. But it can make it feel more hopeless when it feels like the very thing you need is the thing that you do not have the skill for. Well, it's you it's know? it's one of those things. It's for example, for those listening, you'll find this out probably over the course of these podcasts. I'm a effective user of technology, meaning give me an Excel program, <laughs> give me a Word program, give me something that is uh, you know, Microsoft or whatever uh, product or Apple product. I can use it and not have a problem. If there's any degree of technical troubleshooting involved, if it gets into behind the scenes settings, if it gets into, well, why doesn't this printer print? Yeah. I 
fall short. And particularly when you start looking at some of the things that we've looked at as we set up the business and, and different things, there's all kinds of different software that support different aspects of the business that we do. And you got to get them working together and the websites working together and these things integrated and all that kind of stuff. And, and I, I hate doing that. Because, and and I, I recognize that the reason I hate doing that is that I feel completely inadequate, yeah. completely lost, and I don't have the skill set to interpret what I even need. Yeah. And so the challenge becomes, it's a frustration because it's a feeling of helplessness. Yeah. And that feeling of helplessness permeates, and, and, and rather than it just being, oh, shoot, it's a... You, it, it gets really frustrating in those situations. Yeah. And, and so I think that even in the things that we're talking about, that's, that's where these things come into play. You know, what about you? I mean, we, I talked to, we talked about the course and we talked about your writing and trying to get people to find it. What other things you said you've been discouraged, but what other things related to this kind of fall into this picture right now? Well, it, it's, it's part discouragement, part, exhaustion part. I mean, it's kind of what we were talking about at the beginning, right? Yeah. So there's a piece of it that is, you know, I've, I've had good momentum with writing and it's going well, but then there's days like today that I'm just exhausted mm -hmm. and I, I'll be able to work on stuff a little bit, but I just do not have the capacity to, you know, dive in the way that I want to. Yeah. And there's this internal battle that happens where it's like, okay, is it wrong for me to take today as, you know, as, as a low energy, whatever day and give myself that rest without the pressure of feeling like I have to make up for it or that I have to. Uh, you know, perform as much as I can under the circumstance, you know. Or have to do 150% tomorrow. Exactly. Right. Exactly. Well, I think that that's actually a good segue because I think that one of the things that we we wanted to do is just talk a little bit about how do we combat these these discouragement? How do we combat the, you know, the exhaustion in a constructive way? And yeah. there there are a few things that come to my mind and and I'm sure there's things that that you, that you have as well. I mean, a few things that I would say is number 1 um acknowledge that there's going to be days that you're discouraged, weeks you're discouraged. In fact, you may have months that you're discouraged. Yeah. And acknowledging that it's okay and it's it's part of the process is fine. It's not if, if you don't if you're not discouraged then the question is are you really challenging yourself because there you know with big tasks and with big goals comes frustrations and comes comes challenges and that's just part of the game. But um, as far as constructively, I think that there's a few things for me that come to mind. Number one, you need to surround yourself. You don't need to go alone at things. So I, yeah. you have to have that support system around you that that's there to either kick you in the pants or to encourage you when you're down. I mean, it can be a little bit of both. And you know, you're part of that network for me. My my uh, wife and my other son are part of that network for me. Uh, just to keep that action going and and to help speak objectively when because when you're discouraged you your view of things can be distorted yeah so one is is surrounding yourself and and allowing people to to speak objectively I think another thing is 
allowing yourself to step away from time at time to time. Yeah. And without the feeling that, okay, then tomorrow I have to do 150%. Well, and I also want to clarify on that, that it is stepping away without the thought that it's a failure or so for example, right? Like, yeah. Uh, this weekend I didn't do any writing. Right. And that's not normal. Normally I would do at least one day on the weekend where I'm focused on that. Mm-hmm. Um, but it just circumstances just didn't let that happen. Like it right. just sort of, it just, I, there wasn't an intentionality behind I am stepping away for a few days. Right. That didn't happen. What happened was life. Right. And I think there is something important about when it is your choice versus when stuff just happens, you know? Yeah. And, and, and but you have to allow space for both because both well, will happen. Y- y- they both will happen. Well, okay. Actually, life, the life stuff is inevitable, right? Yes. But it is not inevitable. It's not a both will happen that you will make that intentional choice to step away. No, that's away. true. That's true. That that part has to be intentional and has to be. And so, you know, today that's sort of been what I've been doing. Mm. And the feeling of that is much different than this weekend when I just ha- – there was just too much happening Correct. and I couldn't make it happen. Correct. Because there is not a, you know, since I've basically said to myself, like, I've worked on as much as I can and that I, that's all the capacity I have for today, so I am stopping. So I am making yes. this choice that I am now done. I am releasing myself. That is very different. That's true. You that's know? true. And I think it's important to actually do to, – to do that, to have that be a thing that you do – even when you have, you know, like right now I'm doing NaNoWriMo, I, I was already going to be a little bit off as far as the dates for that right. go. But, you know, I'm I'm halfway through November and I'm 20% through the word count almost, mm-hmm. right? So it's like that. those don't line up. Those are not numbers that line up for me to meet that goal. And so there is a place of, okay, well, what's the point of pushing if you're just going to take a break every now and then? But I think you True. need that. And well, I you think do. it needs to be an intentional thing. I, I agree with that. And But then the, then you come back, and this is where that's surrounding yourself and having people speak objectively to you so you can hear. Yeah. That's when you say, okay, let's say you end this month of November, and let's say that you hit 30,000 words, not 50,000 words. Let's say that's what where you end up November. Right. Is that really a loss? It may not have been the objective, but you, you know, it's either, oh, I didn't hit 50,000 words or gee, in November, I wrote 30,000 words and I'm that further along. I mean, we set these artificial goals and it's not that those artificial goals don't matter and just forget about them. That's not the point. But there are times that you have to set some of those things aside. I had to set those types of things aside. Literally, my book, Meaningful Success, and some of these workbooks, they were ready to be printed well over a year ago. Yeah. And because of some of our discussions, some of that objective speaking to me as we talked through things, we decided that it really, there were some things we wanted to do to expand upon it. So I had to set aside the timetable. Yeah. So that that would be something. What what about you? I mean, what is what is something that you might say is helpful when you're dealing with this discouragement? I mean, a simple one for me is sleep. 
Yeah. Sometimes you literally just need sleep. Yeah, that's that's very that's very real. And that helps with the exhaustion and that helps when you're not feeling as exhausted, you're not straying against yourself. Yeah, I think I think honestly one of the biggest things is that intentionality with with taking time away. Yeah. And and it's an intentional thing on two fronts. One is taking the break in the first place. Yes. And the other is knowing when to stop taking a break. break, Well, and I'll throw in a third one. Sometimes that break, in fact, this is something that I would say is almost a a step in itself, is completely changing the scene. Yeah. You know, so for example, I like to run or I like to go outside and exercise or walk or whatever. Yeah. It is weird. Sometimes I can remember sometimes I've walked outside because, you know, I've been heavy, heavy in work mode for a few weeks or whatever. And then I go out and I take a walk and it's like, wait a minute, there's a world outside. I mean, yeah. it, it, I mean it's like you, you see sky yeah. and you see trees and you feel wind and you look and it's like, I know that sounds silly, but it's almost like you forget that there is a broader world because you get so hung up in the, in the, whatever task you're on, whatever it is. Yeah. And so part of that stepping out is also changing the scenery, getting out into a totally yeah. different frame of mind. Yeah, it's funny. I, like sometimes when I'm not even really setting out to think about stuff, I'll find myself just in a different situation having these things come to my mind that are solving problems or that are, you know, like with with the story I'm working on right now for NaNoWriMo, like I took a shower, I think it was yesterday, I took a shower and I was just, I wasn't even thinking about the story, but I just had this cascade of like four or five different things come to me out of nowhere that were like, oh yeah, I need to change this. I need to do that. That's a good idea. And and it's it's sort of a different version of what you're talking about because it's not like going on a walk or going out sure. somewhere. It's, you know, but it's weird how sometimes I need to not only have that different environment, even if that's as simple as the inside of the shower. Yeah. But also sometimes it needs to be I I wasn't setting out to figure out these things. Well, it's, you know? it, that's where the creativity comes back into play. And because, the subconscious. And, yes. Yeah. It, it gives you space. It's almost like when you're working, sometimes it's like you're trying to shove everything all at once, trying to go through a doorway. It's kind of yeah. like you've got this bottleneck of ideas and you can't make any forward progress because everything's kind of rushing in. But when you take that step away and you're in that other environment, then you're not trying to think of 50 things around this one item. Yeah. You're doing something else, and then that one idea will come flow. So it's like it frees up the bottleneck. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, again, today today we really just wanted to ch- chat a little bit about, you know, some of the the realities. I mean, when, when we're chasing success, when we're chasing our goals and our dreams, we are going to hit some frustrations. We're going to hit some of these obstacles. And you're not alone if you're hit if you're feeling that way. I mean, we're yeah. we're dealing with that as well. And I'm sure there will have a lot of other ideas that come forward as we kind of talk through this in, in future episodes. But um, again, you know, having that surround uh, people around you who can speak objectively, giving you the permission to step away, consciously step away. 
um, getting some rest, you know, getting it, changing the environment. All these are things that can be helpful. Uh, and I'm sure there's a lot of other ideas that you might share. In fact, we'd love to hear some of those ideas if you have some things. Yeah, if you want to leave us a message, digital voicemail, you can do so at speakpipe.com slash MSP. And if you are interested in discussing uh, your own success journey on a possible future episode of the podcast as a guest, you can go to MeaningfulSuccessPodcast.com and click on the guests link at the top to fill out that form. So, Father. Yes. What's your weekly favorite? Oh, it's the weekly favorite. Chocolate pie. <laughs> I mean, it's just a simple, you know, jello pudding pie or something like that. But it was, you know, with Dream Whip or something in there or whatever. And it's, it's, <laughs> but it was good and it was not so high calorie. And so I enjoyed it. Nice. That's <laughs> you were so quick on the draw. I was so quick little... on the draw. Well, it's because I had the chocolate pie for lunch today. <laughs> oh, that was your lunch? Well, not just that for my lunch. Yeah, no, yeah, that yeah. was after my lunch, I should say. Yeah. What about you? My weekly favorite. Like I said, I th- I think um I think I said this earlier. I've I've been hanging out with friends a bit more than I had the chance to for a while. That's great. That, and so that's that's been really fun and really refreshing to be able to do that because I for quite a while I was just so busy mm-hmm. so oh good yeah well I think that's gonna wrap it up for today okay do you have any last bits of wisdom for us eat some chocolate pie <laughs> what about people who are uh, allergic to chocolate well apple pie is good too okay so <laughs> you have been given your marching orders go get some chocolate pie or some apple pie and until next key time lime. key lime pie <laughs> banana guess, cream pie I guess pies on my mind yeah uh, yeah so until next week make sure and get some pie and uh, I guess we'll see you in the next one thanks for listening thanks I love you father love you too Josiah isn't that nice it's very nice good <laughs> <laughs> The Meaningful Success Podcast is myself, Josiah Clark, and my father, Wade Clark. That's me. That's him. The theme song is Brings Back the Feeling by Daniel Gunnarsson, licensed through Epidemic Sound. Uh, if you want to support the podcast, you can do so on Patreon at patreon.com slash Meaningful Success Podcast. Please give us money and we will give you kisses. Excuse me? Digital kisses. Mwah, mwah, mwah. There you go. There's your digital kisses. Now now I have fulfilled my duty. Okay. But now you have to fulfill your duty of giving me money. Give us money on the Meaningful Success Podcast Patreon so that you can see my face when I make kisses like this. Mwah, mwah, mwah. <laughs> <laughs>